What's good, everybody? Welcome to this bonus edition of the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Money Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business. This podcast is available on all platforms. So wherever you're getting your podcast from, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you hit a comment. You can find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also find me at the Twitterverse at Sports Business. That's S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. You can also email the show with your comments and concerns. Alright, like I said, this is a bonus edition. Usually I don't really run two episodes a week or more than one episode a week, uh, but it looked like eh, it was about time to probably drop a little Shock Drop podcast, uh, being the fact that I haven't done one in a while, but usually I like to pop in on y'all, uh, if y'all turn your sub- notifications on, y'all know that I'll, I'll, I'll drop some every now and then. I just haven't done one um, recently, but I felt like between the last 48 to 72 hours, it was brewing. It was brewing, and then late, not late last night, but yesterday, at least on the West Coast, yesterday early evening, I kind of made my mind up that I was going to do it, being the fact of everything that's been going on with the Brooklyn Nets, the NBA, and everything in between. Um, I said it on my last show, we're about three weeks into the NBA season, and we ain't talked a lick about actual basketball. We ain't talked about how the Warriors have been looking like lemon booty. We ain't talked about how the Lakers have, they look like they're trying to get it together. But I also said I wasn't going to talk about the Lakers. I haven't talked about the Milwaukee Bucks being undefeated. I haven't talked about how the Jazz are looking essentially ass backwards right now by when they're supposed to be tanking. They're all of a sudden winning games. And I believe they're like five and three. We haven't talked about how Cleveland looks good. We haven't talked about how Boston's kind of looking, trying to figure things out without their coach, which we're going to talk about him in a, in a few minutes. We're also, we're not, we haven't talked about the Spurs leading their division. We haven't talked about any of these feel good stories about the Bass NBA season being back. And I know right now it's the World Series. I know we're right. We're knee deep in the NFL season as well. But usually we do get some basketball takes. Everything that's been going on within the last six weeks all the way up until today has been off the court issues and it just looks like the, it just looks like all hell is broken loose in the NBA to the to the ringleader, which would be number 11 of the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets franchise finally got the testicular fortitude to finally put their foot down and hold that man accountable. And they did so last night by finally suspending this man after possibly Based off of their actions, they, the the organization, this might have set them back another 10 years. I didn't realize that the Brooklyn Nets have been in in, in Brooklyn for for 10 years now. I didn't realize that. But it might set them back another 10 years because I can't see any prominent free agent that would want to go to the Brooklyn Nets as of right now. They're not, that's not happening. I, I don't know what the free agent class looks like this year, but let's just say Zion Williamson was a free agent. Ain't no way in hell you, you, you could put a pitch to him to want to go to Brooklyn right now. I just don't see it. That franchise is just broken. There's no leadership. There's no foundation that's been built. The little bit of foundation that they did have, they've given it away. The the Karis LeVert's, Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie's, um, all of those type of players. Uh, D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell's now in Minnesota. All them type of players that actually went to the playoffs, I believe, two or three years ago, three or four years ago. Those players are no longer there. So you got all of this, this stuff going on. And finally... 
they suspended this man for five at a minimum five games without pay, which comes out to about a quarter million of a game is his paycheck. Now, number 11, let me give you a backstrap story. Let's go take it back to Cleveland. He randomly, after they just lost to the Dubs, randomly asked to be traded. Gets traded to the Boston Celtics. And everyone's like, yo, like, why would you want to leave LeBron James and and and, and 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 start all over? Like, you guys were a sure shot to make it back to the NBA Finals next year. Like, why would, why would you want to do that? There have been rumblings that he was feeling salty that the Cleveland Cavaliers re-signed LeBron James back in 2015. I think that was his second year. He was a rookie, and he had already kind of gotten to be able to restart the franchise, and he was the man. The man of the entire league comes back and says, nah, bro, you're going to have to take a sit, sit down and just, you know, take notes. He didn't like that. He also didn't like the fact that when Eric Gardner um, out of New York was was choked out to death on, on, on the streets of New York, it was actually his idea for the league to wear I Can't Breathe shirts. LeBron James is the one that took credit for it. And he was salty about that. People don't know that. He was actually salty that LeBron James is the one that took credit for um, wearing the, you know, getting the lead to wear those t-shirts when it was actually his idea. Uh, um, so he, he, he gets salty. They get, uh, they get a gentleman sweep for when I believe it's the Warriors first year with KD. Um, they get, they pretty much get a gentleman sweep, get swept out for one. He asked for a trade that year, goes to Boston. Now, mind you, he has one year left on that contract. He goes to Boston and he's got two young players and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You know, this is his time for him to try to be a leader. It's his team, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't work. I believe he misses, I believe, uh, anywhere between 40 plus games, 35, 40 games with a messed up shoulder or something like that, where he left them kind of high and dry, didn't come back for the rest of the season. Okay, injuries happen. All right, cool. We'll, 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 we'll give you, we'll give you a pass on that. Leaves them high and dry. The Celtics, I believe, went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals that year. The next year, it's it's a free. He's a free agent. He tells them, hey, uh, he tells the team, hey, he tells the fans, actually, hey, I'm coming back. Don't worry. Blah, 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 blah. Dip sets on him again. Has another weird injury. I don't even know if he played in the playoffs that year. And then ghosts him. He, he tells the team that he's going to stay. He's going to resign with them. Doesn't stay. Him and Kevin Durant and DeAndre Jordan are all buddy buddies. They're they're trying to trying to figure out where they want to go. They they all roads were leading to the New York Knicks at the time, but they didn't want to deal with James Dolan. Which, in retrospect, I'm pretty sure James Dolan is happy that he he didn't let them come. So they didn't want to deal with James Dolan. They don't even tell the Brooklyn Nets that they're signing with the team. If you actually go back and rem- remember, the press had leaked out that they were signing with the team, and then they looked around. They, the Nets, were like, oh, we got guests coming in our house. Our house ain't clean. We got to tidy up because we got guests coming over. So the Nets didn't even know that number 11 and Kevin Durant were coming to the Brooklyn Nets. They they, they found out just like we all did when we got the notification on our phone. It happens. He get him, they get Kenny Atkinson fired. Blah, 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 blah. He, the COVID year, the bu- bu- bubble, he basically... Tells he, he tries to get this gather some young players and tells them, hey, don't go to the bubble. Mind you, he's out with a separated shoulder or something like that. Again, another injury where he wasn't even playing in the bubble, but he's going to tell other people not to play in the bubble. That's exactly what he did. He was telling other people not to play in the bubble. 
and but you not but you not even playing. So why are you, how are you gonna tell somebody what not to do because you can't play with injury? Doesn't tell the rest of the. Uh, I believe at the time the uh, players associate the players union president was Chris Paul, and he was a vice president. Doesn't even doesn't even reach out to LeBron, Chris Paul, the 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 leaders of the league. Doesn't reach out to none of them. Tries to start up his own little we should come up with our own league type of thing with no agenda, no no foundation lay, none of this stuff. Doesn't work. Yo, they get they get Steve Nash, and then he's on a he's on a podcast with KD saying, "Oh, we don't we we don't need no coach. I can coach. You can coach. Oh, all right. Now y'all don't have a coach. Here's your chance, bro. You can you go coach. You just say you don't need a coach. That's what I mean. You guys are two and six, so I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys are so smarter than everyone that you should be able to coach, right? Okay, we'll see. Um, and fast forward now, here we are today, and I'm and I'm telling you this timeline of things because it's been almost ten years." worth the bull crap that we've had to deal with this person and finally someone has had the forti- the, the intestinal forti- fortitude to say enough is enough he goes and him and the Brooklyn Nets are supposed to make a $500,000 donation each to the Anti-Defamation League where we found out that it wasn't he didn't even show up to this meeting where they were going to talk about things figure out what was going to happen get educated instead he sends his daddy and his stepmoms out there to take the L like you need you like I thought you were smart I thought you were this highly you didn't have time to get educated you're so quick to say that you're educated and you want to learn things well you, there was your opportunity but you send your daddy out there you look like a coward you look like you had to call your parents like what you're 30 you just said you're 30 years old and you're a grown man so why are you still sending your parents out to go do your dirty work you couldn't give this 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 organization an hour of your time or were you too busy reading anti-semitic books or how black people were the first Jews and all this other stuff. I'm going to be honest with you. I am a Christian. I don't have necessarily a de- denomination what form of Christian is. I do believe in a higher power. Yo, you can say black people were the first Jews. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care who was the first Jews. All I'm trying to do is just make it to the kingdom. I ain't got to be the first. I ain't got to be the second. I'm just trying to make it to the kingdom. Just getting the dough. I don't care about all the other stuff because that ain't my job. And it shouldn't be his job either to be worried about all that other stuff. Then in the day, you want to be the best person that you could possibly be. But you too busy worried about all this stuff that, quote unquote, the Holocaust wasn't wasn't real. And these fake Hitler quotes that makes things sound really, really disturbing. And then you try to double down and say, well, I can't be anti-Semitic because the color of my skin. That's like saying when 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 when. When things go down, when it's between black and white people and that one white person who, who does said some crazy stuff, they go, well, I got a, well, I got a black friend. How can I be racist? That's exactly what you just did, bro. Now, he, he, the answer ADL, they say, Hey, you know, essentially they, they meet with Kyrie or number 11's representatives, whatever. And now he has an impromptu press conference where allegedly he wasn't going to have any press conferences, which I believe if I had to take a guess, the Nets organization told him number 11, like, Hey, this is your chance to go out you know, made a donation. It's already been leaked out that you didn't even attend. You kind of got to save face at this point. It probably would behoove you to say you apologize. He didn't do that. He doubled, he tripled down really at that point and said, well, some of those things may have not been true. Um, but you know, I, I'm a little bit remorseful. People want to hear you say you're sorry. Now, whether you are wholeheartedly sorry or not, it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure a lot of you all have said sorry to whatever your situations have been. 
Y'all didn't mean it. Y'all just knew that you all had to say it to keep that keep that cloud under you. You had to keep it moving. So you just said sorry. You apologize for blah, 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 blah. Now, I am no public relations person, but I do know that if I was his PR, which I don't even know if he has one, I probably would have said something to the point of, hey, I'm really, really regretful. I apologize. Um, I didn't mean to offend anyone. However, there are things that I, you know, I believe in. And I just didn't want to offend anybody, but I'm still doing some soul searching. I'm still trying to learn about my, my my background and all that. This wasn't supposed to be a uproar of offending anybody. And by that, if I did, and I'm pretty sure I did offend a lot of people, that wasn't my intentions. And I'm really sorry about that. That's all he had to say. He could have still spun it where he wanted to bring in his, you know, his uh, killmonger speech. Where, where was you? He going to ask Nick for that. Where was you when when 300 million people was getting killed and, and, and buried around here in this whole country? what we ain't talking about that right now dog we're talking about you sharing a link that promoted a movie and you can say whatever promotion is i'm gonna tell you the story right now one of my best friends he's a lending officer he's a lending officer he posts things all the time where he's promoting his line of work i hit the share button because i want my man to get the love that he deserves i'm sharing that because I want him to thrive in his business. I'm sharing him because I believe in the stuff that he does. And that's the same that I do for everybody else. If I share something, whether there's captions or not captions, that means I'm endorsing it. If I shared something that stated, you know, white people are the devil or every white person's the KKK. If I shared that link with no contents to it, no context to it, you guys would assume that I hate all white people. That's how the share button works. So I don't know who's a social media person, but maybe they need to take a social media class one-on-one. If I share my boy's um, resume writing class, if I share that with no context, just, hey, hit the share button. That's me promoting that. If I hit the retweet button, that's me endorsing something. You see how that works? If I share someone's story on Instagram, that's me saying, oh, yeah, check this out. Words don't have to be said. It's your actions. Well, what about his freedom of speech? Freedom of speech ain't free, bro. You can't walk up into a movie theater talking about fire, fire, fire. You can't be out here talking about you going to kill somebody. But you don't mean it. But you want to kill somebody. Freedom of speech ain't free. Especially when you're not in the nature that you're in. I, I got a couple thousand followers across all my social media platforms. It's not nowhere near 20 million. If you scrub through my social media, you ain't never going to see me saying any type of F words, S words, N words, because I know the damage that it'll do because I've seen people get burnt like an STD on the back end when they do a lot of digging. I've seen that. So I'm very, very conscious of what I post. Now, I may post some things that are funny here and there, but you ain't never. And I guarantee y'all can scrub my social medias right now. You can find me at Money Compton on Instagram. You can find me at Sports Business on Twitter, and you can also look me up on Facebook. I'm challenging y'all. Find something that you can try to dig up on me. I guarantee you. Because I know the power of what social media can do. I've seen it happen to people. I've seen people get get done in. I've seen, I've seen cops come after people based off of their social media. Like with my own eyes, I've seen this stuff. So the fact that the power of someone who has 20 million followers posts something, shares it, doesn't provide any context. Now you're letting people draw up your own conclusions. And then you double down and say, 
well, I can't be anti-Semitic because of the color of my skin. Yes, the hell you can. You can. And you are low-key showing that right now. Now, I'm going to say this, and you can call me an Uncle Tom, a sellout, and everything else under the book if you want to. And I'm cool with that because I believe in what's right. If this was a white person that said anything close to this as a black person, they would try to throw the book at this man. We done seen it. We done seen it. If this was a, we just saw, you know, Anthony Edwards with, with the Minnesota Symbols. That's another story that I didn't even bring up. Look what, what he done did a few weeks ago. This would be, we would be wanting to throw the book at this man. It's, 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 we've seen it so many times. We saw it with Robert Sarver. We just saw it with Donald Sterling a few years ago. It happens. We got to keep that same energy. If the league promotes equality for all, that means we got Asians in the league. We got people from Europe. We got people from the Middle East. We got people from, like I said, from Japan. We got people from all different types of backgrounds that play in this game. White people, if we promote equality, you know, you want equality for everybody, we should show the same love for everybody else. And I don't think that, it, you know, you're telling me one thing, but you ain't acting upon an on another thing. You know what I'm saying? An old pastor told me once, a time, once upon a time, I can show you better than I can tell you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm seeing a whole lot of telling than showing right now. Now, people, I'm, 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 I'm about to roll. I'm rolling the tape. People, there's, there's this other side of, well, what about Amazon? How come, you know, how come ain't nobody going after Amazon? Why is everybody just going after number 11? Amazon's the one that posted the book. Let me tell y'all something, man. Amazon sells everything from anal beads all the way up to celery. All right. They sell everything in the damn, in, in, under the, under God's green earth. Okay. I'm pretty sure Jeff Bezos is not the one that's sitting at his desk at wherever Amazon's headquarters is, sifting through every single item that is being listed as trying to be sold on Amazon. I guarantee you it's not. I'm pretty sure there is a team. I'm pretty sure there's a team. So are you guys going to say Jeff Bezos is anti-Semitic when there's interesting books regarding to the KKK? Are you going to say that he's a white supremacist? If there's anything that's regarding to the Chinese railroad workers and how they had manual labor as far as slavery... Um, in the night during the railroad industry industry in the twenties or earlier than that, are you going to say that he hates Asian people? You can't, I, I'm pretty sure there's a team that goes and sifts through everything. Like, and, and there's so many things that are being sold on Amazon. Like I said, you can get anything. I don't think they have the time to be sifting through anything. And if you're that upset, either a cancel your subscription, which you're not because you probably ain't got one. Because you're using your cousin, auntie, your cousin, auntie, uh, baby, daddy, uncle's Amazon Prime account. So you probably ain't even got your own account. And two, you guys are so hooked on this narcotic cost Thursday night football where you just got to have it. No matter how much of a lemon booty product that they put out there on Thursday nights, you just got to be you just be fiending for football. Y'all just be fiending for football. I got to watch my Thursday. I, I, I can't go without football. So you probably still got it because you still need that Thursday night football. So now. How you going to get mad that you paid for something and yet you keep using it, but you want to, you want to tell them to pull the things back. This is a little, it's a little interesting. I'm just saying, I just want to know, do, do y'all think Jeff Bezos, like your email the show. Do you think Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos is racist? Is he? Because there's Bill O'Reilly books and, and, and critical race theory books and all these other different things. Do you think he hates black people? Do you think he hates white people? If a white supremacist or 
uh, uh, anti? Do you think he hates Jewish people? Do you think he hates like if it's just if just is just Bezos uh, uh, flat out? He don't like nobody but his damn self, his own kind. I'd really like to know that answer because I don't think so. I don't think so. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other things that I can go through, a lot of different corporations that I could sift through right now and ask y'all that y'all are using if y'all feel some type of way. Just saying. So when you go with that theory, my man didn't promote the book. He just had it there. Over the last 24 hours or within the last week, this book is the number one selling book under the religion and spiritual category. You know why? It wasn't Jeff Bezos. It was number 11 of the Brooklyn Nets. That's who promoted the book. And when you got 20 million followers, people are going to inquire of what the hell is going on. You can't get mad at Jeff Bezos. I'm pretty sure that book was doing slim and none numbers until last Saturday. I didn't know nothing about this book. I'm pretty sure I know there's books out there. I know there's books out there like this, but that ain't my cup of tea. And my last thing is, we're looking at, I will I will pull it up as a basketball take. Where do the Nets go from here? Because if you're him, number 11, I don't know if I'd want to play for them. Like, you didn't have my back. You didn't double down. You ain't, you ain't, you know, you've been letting me do whatever the hell I want to do all these years. Why y'all just now coming after me now? I don't think, the thing is, you can't trade them. Nine owners in the NBA are Jewish. That's a third of your league. You can't send them to Miami, huge Jewish population. You can't keep them in New York, another huge Jewish population. You can't move them. I don't think you can even move them to Chicago. You're talking about your big city market teams. They're heavily populated with, it's a multi-diverse city. You can't move them to LA. You can't move them to the Bay. Um, You know, and, and not to mention Miami. The freaking owners, uh, the the Rumi family, the owners' grandparents were killed in the Holocaust. So how that look like you sitting there telling that man, oh yeah, it wasn't real? Tell that to that man. You can't. You can't. So I say that to say, it's strongly possible after this season, either he's going to get on some one-year deals and just be a journeyman around the league, or... We might have seen the last of this man at the end of the season, which I would be okay with the latter because I feel like if he does become a journeyman of the league, he's just going to be walking around to each team, just, just starting crap just, just, just being a sideshow. He's going to be the Sacramento Kings. You know what I'm saying? Just acting like a plum fool out there. I, I don't see him having a three, four year, three, four, five year with the fourth year option type of contract. Like them days is gone. Um, I spoke to somebody this morning who's close to the league. And they're saying that ain't, ain't nobody really biting. Even the Lakers didn't want to do a one for a trade. They didn't want to trade Russell Westbrook and the first round draft pick for him. Like that's how bad, like ain't nobody really messing with this dude. Um, there really isn't a market for him. And then also on the basketball aspect, we've seen what he can do. Yes, he's a great player, but how many wins is he going to bring? Like if you send him to, um, uh, Let's just say for the sake of supposing, you send him to the Dallas Mavericks. Does he make that team an instant championship contending team? 
I don't think so. If you send him to the Clippers, maybe he can, maybe, but they already got John Wall coming off the bench. You got Paul George, you got Kawhi Leonard, whenever the hell he feels like playing, which I don't know. They, they got some issues right now where they're trying to figure out health and whatnot in a long season. When you got to do that's been a habitual, um, sick call rangers we call them in the military people that just go on people just talking about they got injuries left and right um we we i don't know what his what what value does he bring to any franchise right now at this very moment email the show i, I really want to know what, what 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 type of value does he bring how many wins will he be able to generate if you bring him to a team like the san antonio spurs they're having a really really good season they could use a superstar, but how many wins will he generate by bringing him there? I don't know. I, I don't. I legitimately don't know the answer to that question. If I don't know the answer to that question, chances are probably being that that means it's not a good number. Um, just trying to think of different places he could possibly go to. Um, the Jazz. The Jazz that came out the blocks hot. You know what I mean? Like, is that you know what, what are we gonna do there? Now. So there's there's just a lot of different questions as far as what can you do. So I'm going to be going on a limb and say, I don't think he's going to get a long-term deal. Me personally, I'm okay with him not ever playing a game again. Well, he getting blackballed. No, he ain't. He ain't getting blackballed. You know why? Because I just gave you a whole laundry list that was probably only about 55% of the stuff that he's done at the top of this show. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like there's still other things that I, I didn't, I didn't name. The whole, uh, the riots in D.C., he sat there and went AWOL for two weeks. Um, he went on a birthday trip with, with his sister or Drake was around. Like, I didn't leave, I, didn't, I left a couple of things off that list that I blatantly, I just forgot. But now I'm thinking about it, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that I could have added on there where you'd be like, dang. So, my man has a, is a, he has a rap sheet. And there's really, you know, what happens to players who got rap, they, they get phased out the league, man. He get phased out the league, and he he about to get phased out the league faster than he even knows it, because he doesn't know how to just lay low, play basketball. I, I'm gonna rephrase that. He doesn't know how to send his message out in a in. I'm gonna say intellectual way. That's that's me. I, mean, I don't think he's dumb. I just think he does dumb stuff. That ain't gonna make the man dumb. But I don't think he think puts a lot of thought into. How is he going to send this message out without any type of remorse or any type of backlash? And that's that's dangerous. That's, that's real dangerous. And you got people out here showing signs over freeways and synagogues being threatened to get blown up and whatnot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because of one person. Two people. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, you know, he, he did a, eventually apologize last night. But that's all he had to do at his impromptu presser that he had. That was really, really random, which makes me lead to think like, did y'all throw him out in there after Adam Silver released that statement saying that he was going to meet with them next week? Did y'all was like, oh, man, we got hurt and, and put something out there. Yo, go out there and apologize. Number 11, like just apologize and we should be good. And he didn't do that. He tripled down um, saying you're regretful and saying you're sorry are two things because you could have just regretted just sending the tweet out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I, I think that this is more to follow. I am happy that the league has finally, well, the Brooklyn Nets, I should say, has finally done something because it was pretty evident that Adam Silver wasn't going to do a damn thing. 
um, which is very, very weird. And this ain't been a good 2022 for Adam Silver. He dropped the ball with Robert Sarver. He dropped the ball with this. Um, my man caught COVID earlier. He couldn't even do the trophy presentation for the for the for for the NBA Finals. Um, you know, also the whole debacle of the NBA All Star Game during the COVID uh, year, the 2021 season, when everyone said that you shouldn't do it, and they still move forward with that. He got a lot of backlash. So there's a lot of things that you know everyone's like, oh, Adam Silver's the 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 the, the best uh, sports commissioner out there. Man, we're going to see how, how how much he is for the players come this new CBA, which I believe ends in 2024. We're going to see what Adam Silver is really about that life or not. But it ain't been a good couple of years for Adam Silver. I can tell you that right now. Like He's been taking some lumps. And he had the opportunity to kind of get himself back into shape really this week. And he kind of rolled over and didn't do Jack Diddley Poo, which is, I don't know. I'm starting to look at Adam Silver a little funny. Like, bro, you know, you coming out the blocks. During your first tenure, and you you know you made things happen to the point where the NFL was considering trying to swoop you up and become their commissioner, and you've been kind of slacking recently. Like if we keep it in a buck, you've been slacking. You really, really dropped the ball on that Robert Sarver thing, and you dropped the ball again on this. So, um, you know we it, it's it's like I said last week or a few days ago. This is the first time in my life. I'm really, really struggling trying to cope with the NBA right now. Like most of the time I'm like, eh, they'll figure it out. Eh, they'll be all right. And they, and they will be all right in, in the long run. But this is the first time I'm like, ooh, when people tell me they ain't rocking with basketball because, you know, you know, they're too, they're too, you know, fill in the blank. I'm kind of like, ooh, I don't disagree with you on that. But, um, you know, so he got suspended for a minimum five games. Bravo. I hope he does take the time to educate himself, but also not even just educate himself. He also needs to take the time out to know how much of a dangerous tool social media can be. To me, that's more important right now because of who you are and the message that you're able to put out and the people that follow you. That's more of a bigger deal to me right now than, you know, being suspended. And yes, that needs to be implemented with all the different things. Now, I don't know, you know, after five games, now that he has apologized, is that all they were waiting for? Um, is that all, was that the only requirement is that he needed to apologize? Cause they said that he was unfit to be a Brooklyn net, um, and unfit to be a Brooklyn net. Hell, he's unfit to be in the NBA, let alone a Brooklyn net. Like, you know, so we'll see when and how this ends up playing. So he basically five games is equivalent to about 12 days. So he gets a 12 week vacation. Um, we'll see what ends up happening, but, um, I say this, and I'm gonna leave, and it's gonna be my last thing. I spoke to a Jewish person earlier this week, and I, I said, "Hey, talk to me." And this is, and I, I verbatim, I said, "I want to know why this is disturbing. I want to know why this is an uproar." They gave me their side of the story. Uh, me and this person, like I said, I'm gonna keep the conversation more for the most part private. But um, I say that to say that you know. You got to know the other person's struggle in order for you to respect it. And the more we we are here shutting down one side to the other side and you want to be closed minded, that's the problem we have in this world. And I and I challenge everybody right now, if you're that passionate, go hit up and go reach out to your local synagogue, go reach out to your local um, temples and, and just talk to them. I mean, they, they, they pretty cool. Um they're pretty cool. My, my experience was very, very educating. 
I told him, I said, hey, I'm coming here with a blank canvas. Paint me um, so I have a better understanding. I want to know why. You know what I'm saying? I need to know the, 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 give me the ingredients on why this is disturbing. Give me the, I'm tracking. I understand. I agree. I just want to know the why part now or the how part. And, and when you start hearing people with their, with their struggles and things like that, you know, we can get on the same page and keep them pushing. But until you don't really necessarily have those open conversations, because my thing is this, I don't got all different walks of life on my phone. I got people out here moving weight all the way up to CEOs that I can reach out to. You know what I'm saying? Like my, my social circle is very, very unique. Um, so I'm able to see all different types of aspects of life. I'm able to see all different types of walks of life. Um, I'm able to understand that. But when I don't know something, I'm very, very quick to reach out to someone. And if they don't know, they'll pull me in the right direction. Be like, oh, yeah, I don't know. But we hit this person up. They'll, they'll square you away. And this week was very, very, it was an eye-opening week. And I hope that we can all one day, you know what I'm saying, sit down and have conversations. But until you don't have conversations... And you want to shut people out and you want, you just think that you're right. We ain't going to get nowhere, man. So I challenge everybody to, 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 to do some homework, do some research. And, 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 and I think you'll be, I think this world can be a better place, but until then you can't, you know, you, we got to do better. We got to do better. It starts with me. You know, we got to start with ourselves. You can't be dependent on these celebrities, these high profile people to want to do better. If you don't start within yourselves. And how you going, you know what I'm saying? How you going to be able to do, how you going to try to tell somebody else to do better? You know, like you, like I said, y'all mad at Jeff Bezos, who's the CEO. Like, I'm pretty sure he, like I said, I'm pretty sure my man, he probably, if you asked him name, if you showed him 10 movies, 10 movies and 10 books that were on Amazon that nobody, you know, that are just kind of not necessarily mainstream, but just showed him 10 products of, on, that are on Amazon. What are the chances of him knowing? What are the chances of him knowing? That that stuff is being sold on Amazon. Hell, they just outlawed the sale of Confederate flags within the last couple of years on Amazon. So, I mean, like I said, everything takes time. Now they got to go through a fine tooth. I'm pretty sure they're going to do some type of reform or new. I'm pretty sure the legal team is coming up with a new policy to see whatever products check. the. If they check these boxes, then we're not we're not doing it. I'm guaranteeing you within the next 30 to 60 days, there will be a reform on what can be sold and what cannot be sold on Amazon. I guarantee you. And they're going to start swifting through things and they're going to start sweeping things out because I'm pretty sure that this is only the beginning. I almost guarantee you. Once again, like I said, this is a bonus episode of the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business. You can catch me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also find me on the Twitterverse at Sports Business. You can also email the show. Like I said, email the show. Tell me what you think. Um, tell me what your thoughts are as far as what number 11 suspension. Was it too much? Would the, should the league should have stepped or should the organization slash, slash league stepped in? Are you cool with the five games at a minimum five games? Do you think he should get more? Email the show. Let me know. I think, I personally think he should have got done dotted or waived right now. Um, but that's neither here or there. But yeah, just go ahead and email the show. Let me know what you think. Um, we do this once a week. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Like I said, make sure you tell your friends about me. Uh, other than that, I'm going to try to do one on Monday. Um, I'm actually going to be traveling. Well, I've been traveling a lot, but I'm probably going to be traveling again. So we're going to try to do this Monday. If not, uh, more to follow. Keep keep following me on social media. Y'all know uh, when the next episode is going to drop. Other than that, we out of here.